Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm your host, John. I know it's been a hot minute since I've put out an episode, and I'll get to talking about that in a moment. But this episode is going to focus mainly on what myself and Hannah did at the UK Games Expo 2022. Okay, so myself and Hannah were lucky enough to be invited back to take part in Games On Demand, run by our friend Lloyd Jan for this UK Games Expo 2020. And it's at this point I realised that I should have said 2022. I suppose I could have just edited this out, but never let it be said that I don't admit when I make a bit of a boo-boo and end up looking like a bit of a tit. So yes, that should have been 2022. And essentially, it's where you get a number of GMs running two-hour taster slots of various different games. There's normally a bit of a theme that most of the games tend to follow, and we were going for Space Opera this time. So we got a suite as part of the deal for doing all the GMing, which was very nice of the organisers indeed, at the Hilton in Birmingham, where it takes place near to the NEC. But we wanted to get down there a day early on the Thursday rather than just the Friday, the Saturday and the Sunday when the convention runs. Because we had a couple of friends and whatever we'd like to talk to and hook up with before we actually spend most of our time GMing. So I booked us into a Premier Inn. Everything's Premier but the prices. Not sponsored, obviously. And we travelled down there by train because I didn't want all the hassle of driving and stuff like that. The train down there was absolutely packed it was a little bit ridiculous i mean nothing compared to the train on the way back but i'll talk about that later on but eventually we did arrive at the nec and then we just had to schlump all of our stuff over to the hilton first and then onto the premier inn which is a fair old distance away and here's the first part of a recording that we took when we were actually there. If you check out the YouTube version of this episode, you'll be able to see the actual video footage. But obviously, I'm going to try and clue you in using audio for this podcast version. Okay, so we've just turned up and checked into the Premier Inn after walking over from the NEC, getting our lanyards and stuff like that. I've just been strapped into the titty cam by Hannah. Titty cam being the affectionate nickname we gave to Hannah's GoPro camera, which for the weekend was mounted in a chest harness. So we could like look down at the little screen as we tilted and see what we were videoing as we went around and did a bit of time lapsing and stuff like that. And on the YouTube version of this episode, there is some time lapse footage of us walking from the Premier Inn and the sort of bit of the hijinks we had on our way to the Hilton and the NEC. Okay, so we've just got to the Hilton. Hopefully, if I filmed it right, there'll be a bit of time lapse stuff on the tutu cam preceding this. But obviously, because there's loads of people around, we've switched it off now, so we're just filming a bit on this. Might do a bit of filming later, we're just going to see what's about and what's going on. Then at some point later on, after we've eaten and whatever, we'll probably head back to the Premier Inn. Then we're going to come all the way across here tomorrow morning at some point to mm -hmm. check into the Hilton for the three mm -hmm. days we're actually GMing. So, there we go. So, UK Games Expo. Yeah, indeed. We're here for Games On Demand, where John is GMing. We've been sponsored by the amazing What Did I Miss? 
which yeah. is an online magazine about tabletop RPGs. Yeah, it's a listing of newly published tabletop RPGs. I've been kind enough to sponsor us for this, so thank you very much for that, guys. We're just having a break. We've just done our first game of the day. I've run White Star for the third time. Great group mm -hmm. of players. They really seem to enjoy it. They're coming back in a few moments. Bit of a snafu with the booking system where they, they set us up for four hour slots instead of two hours and by the time it had been changed people had already booked it but we're muddling through lloyd's admirably like captaining the ship through yeah. choppy waters huge thanks to lloyd yeah, for organizing definitely. all this again obviously i've got the, the groups that were really great that i've just done the game for they booked for the four hour one so they're coming back for the next slot you know so we can make sure they get the amount of time gaming that they played for and i mean they're going to run through a different game or we're going to have them play the same characters but with a different scenario whatever they prefer and hopefully we'll have a good time with that so right, best get to it yep so as i said earlier before the pre-recorded stuff the theme for games on demand this year was space opera and all of our games didn't have to be do with that but i really wanted to throw myself into it partly as a challenge to myself because i mostly run fantasy stuff now i took four games with me i took fate accelerated white star icrpg and the hyperspace d6 hack of the old west end games star wars d6 version and for each of these games i came up with a difference of a space opera scenario the faith accelerated one was people on a generational ship waking up from cryo tubes to find there's like a predator like alien hunting them on board the ship the icrpg was for warp shell and it dealt with a huge monolith appearing in orbit of the pc's home planet and sort of wrecking the environment and how they dealt with that the white star had the pcs as a band of space freebooters in a sort of firefly styley trying to do a train heist and the hyperspace d6 had the pcs as a bounty hunters being hired by a hut crime boss to bring in a fugitive who turned out to be more than they expected and then the main sort of crux of the scenario was do they turn the guy into the hut do they sympathize with him do they help the empire to bring him in you know just what do they do once they've found out this information and the way it works at games on demand is each of the gms has a number of games and you get allocated people to fill up your table and the way i normally do it is i just sort of say these are the scenarios i've got and the games they go with what do you guys fancy playing now some groups were like yeah we like that scenario we want to try this particular system others weren't so sure in a few cases i was like well if you can't decide for yourself we could always just roll a dice to decide it that did lead to me running white star about three or four times straight away which was fine and it let me get a really good grasp on the scenario because obviously as a gm even though you're running ostensibly the same sort of one-shot scenario you pick up little things as you run it and you sort of hone that scenario as you go along as i said in the pre-recorded segments i had a group come in for white star who due to the booking snafu had booked for four hours instead of two and they played through the white star scenario in two hours they then came back and i said to them right do you want to try a different game or do you want to keep these characters we'll level them all up really quickly and i'll adapt one of the scenarios up from the other games to use the white star rules sort of on the on the qt so to speak and they basically said oh yeah we'd love to like level up these characters and carry on playing the group we did previously so we did that very quickly which was fine because it was white star they got like a few more hit points and they got to keep a few bits of equipment from the first game and more importantly the deeds to basically half a planet that they'd stolen we then bounced them into the hut crime lord scenario where we cast the hut crime lord as the owner of the other half of the planet and he was trying to consolidate them into part of his criminal empire and he wanted to get them to like sort of prove their loyalty by like tracking down this 
potentially force sensitive fugitive that was on the run from the empire and that was all manner of craziness so we just sort of like welded them together but it was pretty easy because white stars are based on the alternate bx system which i'm pretty familiar with and it also takes inspiration from loads of different sci-fi elements star wars included so it wasn't really difficult to adapt like jedis and huts and droids and stuff like that to feature in it and that seemed to go really well i also ran the fate scenario a few times where they were being hunted by this predator-like alien on board a generational ship having just woke up out of cryo sleep and not really knowing what was going on and that was great fun everyone really seemed to enjoy it i love the fact that in each of the groups that we ran the game for there was one person who always sort of like twigged onto the fact that it was a predator like really quickly to the point where in the game i ran last of that particular system and uh, scenario when they'd captured the predator they caught it in a crossfire its stealth systems were down they riddled it full of bullets there was like fluorescent blood everywhere it collapsed the deck plate and it was blatantly breathing it's the last one of the guys was like oh you might want to put some blast doors around that or like get a lid on that quickly and obviously not wanting to disappoint i responded to that but going oh yeah he's lying on the ground he he starts messing around with some device on his wrist and these strange red flickering different symbols start appearing on it and the guy was like i told you and then we had the whole panic of them trying to like wrestle this half dead predator into a stasis booth and get the ai computer to like eject it as an escape pod into space before it blew up and that was a really fun satisfying end to that particular session and even though the people there hadn't really played uh, fate because it was fate accelerated it was pretty easy and i did sort of speed through some of the stuff obviously because you know two hours you know you want to get on and enjoy the game you don't want to get too sort of hung up in like system details which is why i generally tend to take sort of simpler systems to games on demand or i'll try and streamline the systems as i'm running them now unfortunately this year we weren't able to stay until the final slot of games there was only two slots open on the sunday but due to just how things had happened to work i was starting a new job on monday so i had to like, make sure i got back in plenty of time so you know i could i'll be all prepared and ready for that so we decided to skip out just before the last slot obviously i told lloyd about that as soon as i could and he was fine with that thanks very much for that lloyd but i really had a great time uh, running the rest of the games it was great fun now as i said earlier unfortunately on the train on the way back due to a an electrical storm or something knocking out some of the signals our train back was delayed it only had a few cars on it and it was absolutely heaving on the way back we were literally like stood in the aisles and you could barely move at all and unfortunately when myself and uh, hannah got back I, I started my new job everything's going great and then about halfway through the week i started feeling like a little bit ill working from home for most of the week uh, just did the the monday at the new job uh, did a bit of training etc then i was working from home for the rest of the week started feeling even iller as the week went on did a covid test lo and behold covid positive so i've been pretty much isolating and retesting ever since which luckily because of my work they were very understanding i'm able to do but 
on the way back in that crammed ass train i said to hannah you know we'll be lucky if we don't get anything due to the the close confines of this and that was an entirely unpleasant journey back however luckily we're both sort of like recovering now even though we're having to like self-isolate this week which is why i've sort of not been doing the podcasting because my my voice has been almost non-existent for the the last week i'm very hoarse when i have been able to talk but um started to get a bit better now so i wanted to put out this episode to say how much despite all the sort of illnesses and stuff afterwards how much i'd really enjoyed uk games expo 2022 it's very tiring because you're running a lot of games i don't know how lloyd manages to run all the games and do the organization and stuff like that on top of it luckily hannah comes along and she's willing to step in and run a few games you know to help people out and she helps with a lot of the organizational stuff so that's really great but if you ever get a chance to go along to the uk games expo i highly recommend you take it and if whilst you're there you find yourself at a bit of a loose end then wander along to the main desk and say you want to pick up some tickets for games on demand they're normally pretty cheap you get two hours of gaming you get a sort of a bit of a choice of systems and you just get to try out some new games with people you may or may not have gamed with before new gms and like i say you don't really have to book them massively in advance as you do with some of the other games that tend to sell out very quickly and also if you just did a bit of a loose end two hours isn't really much of a commitment is it you know you've you can do that while you're waiting for another game or while you're waiting to meet up with someone in the bar at the Hilton or something like that. Either way, definitely keep an eye out for the games on demand signs. They tend to like took us away in one of the suites in the Hilton. So you have to do a bit of looking around for us, but there's normally some big ass signs sort of pointing roughly in the right direction towards us. And like I say, Lloyd always tries to get the best out of his GMs and he really does push the boat out to make sure everyone's having a good time. So the only other thing I want to mention, besides saying to all my fellow GMs, everyone involved in the organization, all the volunteers, all the players and everyone like that, thank you for creating such a wonderfully enjoyable convention experience for myself and seemingly everyone else who was there very much appreciated i also wanted to mention a company called geek and son who do handcrafted geek furniture you can check them out at www.geekandson.com and this isn't just a gratuitous plug or maybe a bit but genuinely these guys were real stars i was scrabbling around looking for some extra d6s for my hyperspace d6 games since i had a few people turn up without any hannah bless her sort of ran across to the trade hall with the idea of like i'm gonna buy some cheap d6 sets and bring them back for the game so i've got them ready and i was like i can limp along with the ones i've got until you get back and geek and son had a huge sort of that i suppose you could call it of these handcrafted wooden d6s and obviously hannah asked if she could have a few and they basically gather a big handful of these d6s for free and we're like there you go have fun give us a mention if you do great stuff so really appreciated guys as i say that's geek and son www.geekandson.com they do handcrafted geek furniture and i hope they sell these uh, big wooden d6s on their website because they are really really nice 
and I thoroughly enjoyed using them for my uh, game of Hyperspace D6 in that one of your D6 dice ball has to be the, the sort of destiny dice which you know it, it explodes if you get a six so I basically just handed each person one of these big wooden d6s and that was their destiny dice and it was very distinctive and easy to spot so thanks again to the guys at geek and son for sorting us out with that and just to reiterate what i was saying a few moments ago if you're in the uk and you get a chance to go along to the uk games expo next year or in the future i highly recommend you give it a go i know it's been a bit difficult with conventions and stuff recently with covid like I say i've tested positive recently and i'm i'm sort of recovering from it now however i would not have missed the games expo for the world both myself and hannah really enjoy it and i know she wanted to get in on this podcast slash youtube episode like so unfortunately she's She's sort of still in the sort of being hit a bit harder by COVID than myself. But we're both all right in the grand scheme of things, thanks to injections and jabs and whatever. It could have been a lot worse. So she's recovering from that. But I wanted to put out this video because it's a bit late already. And I want to get back to trying to do a bit of podcasting. And now my voice has come back. So that's it. That's all I've got to say about the UK Games Expo 2022. Although if and when Hannah's up and about, I might do another episode where we both share our sort of insights on it and we have a bit of banter back and forwards between us. So keep an ear out for that. Right, if you'd like to get in touch with us, maybe tell us what you like about cons, tell us about your own experience at UK Games Expo, whatever, as long as it's to do with tabletop RPGs, then you can get in touch with us a number of different ways. You can leave us a voicemail message using SpeakPipe or Anchor, there'll be a link in the description of this episode, or you can send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com. So until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun. 